19 minutes it is before 8 p.m. You tuned in to Metro FM Talk here on the Mighty Metro. Send us your voice notes on 079-191-4270. And, uh, yeah, you might uh, want to share some of your reflections about a story you're going to pick up in the community focus. Uh, it was quite big yesterday, and I think, you know, there's been a lot of coverage of it today. Uh, and I guess the picture at least is crystallizing around you know, what the different versions of the story are. It's uh, the story coming out of Ndlovkazi in Lesserton, uh, in uh, my home uh, municipality of Inokumkijima, in that uh, neck of the woods there, Kukomani, Nezpaluka. So yeah, let me know some of your thoughts on that. I mean, I I must say, uh, quite unsettling to see uh, what we later hear from the municipal manager to be the municipal infrastructure grant being spent in that particular fashion. Uh, I'm no engineer, but I can definitely, definitely assure you that uh, uh, some of the things that are being spoken about there, yeah, yeah, question marks is in the end. But uh, we'll continue with that in our community focus. But we now shift our attention. Latest developments coming out of Labor Federation Kosatu, who have called for organized labor to join a strike tomorrow, staying away from work in an effort to apply pressure on government and the private sector to fix the economic mess that the country finds itself in. Now, the strike coincides with the Global Day for Recent Work. And uh, joining me on the line to tell us a bit more about this action is uh, Kosatu Deputy President Mike Shingange. Uh, Deputy President, good evening and welcome. Good evening to you, Ibonga, and your listeners. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you very much for coming through. Let's maybe just talk yeah. briefly, uh, I guess, about, uh, you know, the the stay away that you've called for tomorrow. It happens in the same week where there's a massive uh, strike in the steel and energy, uh, steel and engineering sector by NUMSA. Uh, but you are saying this is to draw the attention of the private sector and the government to the economic mess that we're in and for them to fix it. How do you envisage that they will fix the mess that we are in? Well, thank you. Firstly, we want to reiterate our solidarity and support of the ongoing strike by the metal workers of South Africa. Mm. We do think that there are demands and the reason for them to be on an indifferent strike. It's not different from that which Kostato sure. is going to embark on the strike tomorrow, mm. except that is coinciding with the Global Descent Work Day whereby uh, the workers across the world are supposed to observe this, assess the state under which they work, and then also chart their way forward. For, our, for ourselves in the country, we are commemorating this day in a context where millions of workers have lost jobs under this economic meltdown, which of course started long before there was COVID-19, uh, to which uh, both private and public sector will have conspired in asking workers to more and more make the, be the ones who make sacrifices. They are the ones that both sides have been attacking the collective bargaining, as you will see now that the workers in the metal industry are in the, in the strike now. The workers in the retail industry, the workers in the manufacturing, and the workers in the public service have been confronted with a wage freeze for the next three years. That's if the Treasury is allowed to get away with murder as they've done, so in the public service so far. So that's one of the things that we want to say. They must change their, their, their policies. For instance, we are targeting the medium-term budget uh, mm. policy statement that's going to be presented next year, by, I mean, next month by Treasury. That they must make uh, pronouncements that are going to turn around the kind of uh, economic situation of funding ourselves. What if that doesn't happen? What if the cuts are deeper? Um, I guess because you would imagine, I mean, there are many onlookers in the markets uh, often whenever the finance minister has just spoken to the country in the mtbps he has a call with the investor community and there's always that promise to say we'll slash or we'll rationalize the wage bill what if the cuts are deeper what are you going to do then 
Of course, unfortunately, as we where we are now, the workers have been pushed uh, to the to the wall. They are backs against the wall. There's no more further to go, because one of the reasons why why we are we are on the street tomorrow mm. and also staying away it is, is precisely the budget cuts that have confronted or that that uh, resulted in the wage freeze in the public service, in the SOEs, in the municipalities. It is actually the the budget cuts that have crippled the system. A as a result, when workers are retrenched during this COVID-19, which workers are using as a scapegoat, they can't find a reprieve because system A can't appoint commissioners because there's no just no more money. So we're saying that the government has to say something in the budget in the budget statement about the investment strike that has been going on for more than 20 years. But that, but private sector continuously enjoys the incentives and the tax cards and the corporate tax cards. And even now, as we speak, Solidarity Fund, the money that was created for, to, to release people on COVID-19, it's only going to employers. But employers are not being given a condition not to retrench workers. They are mm. continuously retrenching them. But they are continuously getting some money from government instead of helping the fiscal that is under strain now during this budget cut. But uh, what, what, what intended to happen, it goes back to the, to, the, to, the, to the very same employer. But millions of workers have been laid on the street. So, so if indeed the finance minister, I want to come back to this question, if the finance minister moves in a direction that you do not find satisfactory as a federation, especially not only just in terms of the wage cuts for some of your members in public sector unions, but even some of the cuts to social spending, you know, in the areas of social protection, education, policing and other areas, uh, what are some of the options that are going to be open to you? Well, tomorrow we're just observing a one-day international strike. We will come back, particularly once we react to the, the policy statement, when we realize that indeed we need to have a rolling mass action. We need to have some strikes that's going to really campaign and push the government and the private sector, for that matter, into the corner that they must change their policy statement. Because like I've said, we have no other alternative now. Everything else has been done. The economy recovery and reconstruction plan was drafted, agreed to by, by government, labor and business, but it is only left to business, I mean to government to, to sit to implement it. And government has no teeth to buy it for the private sector to invest the money that they're holding, the money that they're siphoning outside the country. So it means South Africa is not just only the work this time around, because like you correctly said, they, they cut on the social expenditures, mm-hmm. which includes health and the education and the housing and the, and, the, and, the, and the social grant and so on. It's affecting every South African. And there are very few people that currently are unemployment are the ones that are shouldering the burden of making sure that the economy continues to grind, but also that there's food on the table of the rest of the South Africans who are not working today. Mm, mm. The other issue that you've raised rather strongly as a federation is this issue around respect for collective bargaining. And I'm quite interested, I guess, in this International Day of Action tomorrow, uh, how big a part, you know, uh, uh, the action that you're calling for has to do with uh, reinforcing the message that, uh, one, there has to be a respect for collective bargaining and that it's a critical part, I guess, of our rights framework here in South Africa. Indeed, the collective bargaining in this country is the cornerstone of the, the workers' democracy and uh, the democratization of the workplace or the workers' rights, if you like. We continuously, for as long as we deem it necessary, that it cannot be that in the democratic government, the rights of workers, particularly that one of them having a voice on how much they work as they sell their, their labor, is being undermined and being attacked. And you will know that as we think that tomorrow is a global different work day, which is a UN declared day. In other words, the international labor organization is involved in this thing. And there, South Africa is a signatory of the convention that respects and, uh, and uphold the collective bargaining. So indeed, it would be very interesting whether South Africa government wants to say to the workers, 
you have wasted 27 years thinking that you've got the right to be respected or the right to, to collective bargaining. And if they're going to continue and teach the private sector, because as soon as government did what they did in 2010, mm. every employer in the private sector followed suit. Every employer in the state or institutions followed suit, including in municipality. So it therefore means that workers might have fooled themselves over the past 27 years thinking that they've got a right. Therefore, it means we must begin afresh campaign and fight the same way those who came before us have done in order to attain, attain the labor relation in this country, including the, 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 the workers' rights to be enshrined in the Constitution. Deputy President, hold the line there for me for a second. We're going to take a quick spot break. But when we come back, uh, I want us to talk about, uh, I guess, uh, some of the actions tomorrow uh, and okay. uh, the call that you're making to South African workers as well. We'll continue afterwards. <laughs> Nine minutes it is before 8 p.m. It's our headlines this evening. And uh, this evening we have a chance to speak to the Deputy President of Labor Federation, Kosatu. And uh, that uh, uh, speaking to us is Ndade Mike Shingange. And uh, Deputy President, let's maybe just talk briefly about uh, uh, the call you are making to South African workers. So that, as uh, Sebenzi, uh, many of them may be able to hear it and understand it. You are suggesting, yes, tomorrow is the Global Day for Decent Work. And you are calling on workers to strike by staying away from work uh, to apply pressure on the government and the private sector uh, and um, I guess to also join some of the actions. Let's maybe start with just this notion of decent work. When we talk about decent work, what do we mean? Uh, And uh, of course, this Global Day also held under the auspices of the International Labour Organization. What, What is this decent work? Well, the decent work for any human being that is working up and going to work is for the peace of mind of knowing that you've got a job security. In other words, you are not uh, casualized. In other words, you are not in a contract work. You know that uh, you can plan for tomorrow or for the future of your children. You know that you have got medical aids where possible. You know that you have got at least some form of retirement, either in the form of a retirement, I mean, a provident fund or the pension fund. Majority of South African workers, as we speak today, are actually casualized. In fact, we have seen government moving towards that direction of, uh, of, of paying workers through what is called gratuity, which is a life that is lived by many of the hospitality industry of our workers who themselves don't have a basic salary. Uh, that are depending on the generosity of the customers they sell. That's what the government is wanting to plant into the, 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 the tradition of the, of, the, of the labor market in this country. So that's one piece of the decent work. But also, you have got a lot of workers that they otherwise are doing the job that are supposed to be permanent who are casual. Some many of whom are actually found in government, like the community care workers, like the EPWP workers, like the workers that are supposed to work in municipalities but they are out there because the money is given to to, mm. to, 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 to consultants. The, the, we don't want workers who are working in South Africa who are earning anything below the minimum national minimum wage. My case is not a living wage, but at least we don't expect workers to be earning less than that. That's part of the decision that we need to, when we have entered into a collective agreement with your employer about the terms of conditions, no party, whether it's the employer or the employee, has got a right to renege from that and reasonably fair, so, and nothing happens to that person. Because that, therefore, it, it throws away the labor rights that everybody has fought for in this country. Mm. With regard to tomorrow's actions, we're saying that, uh, firstly, it is a strike that is protected in terms of Section 77 of the Labor Relations Act, declared at NETLEG. We call it a social economic strike. We are, we, are, we, are, we are doing it in two folds, because when we declared the strike, we were still under lockdown level three. 
Therefore, only what uh, 500 people could gather outside. But now it has been relaxed into 2,000 outside. So we're going to have having 30 matches or more than 30 matches across the country because of decentralized. Each office is going to have over 2,000 workers. Others are going to be directed at the Department of Labor. Others are going to be directed at the captains of industries, the mining sectors, the ESCOMs, and so on and so on, other in the legislature. But those who are not going to be able to, to reach there, probably because of the fear of the COVID, they can then stay away because it's a protected strike. But however, the streets are going to be ready tomorrow in each and every district, in each and every province, because we've decentralized our actions. Deputy President of COSATU, Mike Shingange, thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much. Good evening. That there was Mike Shingange, the Deputy President of Labor Federation, COSATU, and uh, yeah, uh, clarifying, I guess, the action that is going to be uh, undertaken tomorrow uh, as part of the Global Day for Decent Work, uh, but also to register concern of uh, working people uh, around uh, the economic mess that we find ourselves in. And uh, Kosatu saying to uh, government and to business, Kanilung Sendozovao.